Hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. Today we have a homily for Sunday, September 24th, 2023. And today we're going to spend some time focusing on one of Jesus' parables found in Matthew chapter 20. But before we get to the homily, let's listen to the reading from Matthew's Gospel. Matthew writes, Jesus said, For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again at about noon, and at about three o'clock, he did the same thing. And, at about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired at about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now, when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give this last the same as I gave you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So, the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of Christ Dear God, may only your truth be spoken, and only your truth be heard. Amen. Well, hi there, everyone. As I was preparing for today, I was reminded of an old joke. There was once a very devout Christian man who came to the end of a long life and found himself at the pearly gates chatting with St. Peter. St. Peter welcomed him into heaven and showed him around. They passed through one room and heard a brass band playing very loud, very joyful, rousing music. St. Peter explained that it was the Salvation Army wing. Then they passed a room with two Swiss guards standing smartly outside the front door. St. Peter explained that it was where Roman Catholics spent eternity. St. Peter and the man walked along a bit, and finally St. Peter lowered his voice to a whisper, telling the man to be very quiet. Once they had passed the next door, St. Peter explained that the room they had just passed was full of Anglicans, and they didn't know anyone else was here. On more than one occasion, the gospel showed Jesus using little stories or parables to illustrate a point that he was trying to teach. Jesus often used stories that connected to the culture of his day. 
The parable that we heard read today from Matthew's Gospel is no exception. Jesus told a little story about someone who owned a vineyard and needed help harvesting grapes. Five times throughout the day, he hired laborers to help pick grapes from his vineyard. The rub occurred at the end of the day when those who had been working all day long got paid the same amount as those who had only been working for a couple of hours. Let's face it, if you had put in 10 hours of back-breaking work, it's only reasonable to expect that you'd get paid more than someone who'd showed up for two hours of work. It only seems fair. But that's not how Jesus told the story. In Jesus' analogy, everyone got the same pay, no matter how long they had worked. The landowner did not cheat those he had hired earlier in the day. He paid them what he had promised. However, the landowner showed great compassion for those who were hired at the end of the day by paying them the same amount as those hired much earlier. Jesus used this story to exemplify that God is exceedingly generous. In fact, the generosity in this story is so opulent, it could be described as wasteful. Let me pause here to make a little confession. If I were to make a top 10 list of Bible stories, this one would not make the cut. It's one of the times that Jesus drives me a little nuts because he's teaching something that is contrary to my own sense of fairness and equality. Thank you very much. But you see, contrary to popular belief, I don't think this story is about equality at all. Or at least, not equality as we normally think about it. If it were, then each person would be compensated according to the quality and amount of work that they had performed. To quote a more modern axiom, if this story were truly about equality, the laborers would have received equal pay for equal work. When we consider this story closely, however, it has little to do with compensating the workers for a job well done. Rather, it's about the goodness and generosity of God. One of the great themes that is woven throughout Scripture is the fact that humanity is invited to partner with God in God's plan for the world. Jesus used this parable to describe that invitation when he spoke about workers being sought to work in the vineyard. All the workers were provided for out of the landowner's generosity. Not because of the amount of time they had worked, not because of the great quality of their work, but because the landowner was generous. We begin to see that this parable has more to do with the nature of the landowner and has far less to do with what the workers brought to the table. I would like to take a moment here to acknowledge something. Jesus began this parable by saying, The kingdom of heaven is like... Let's not get confused here. This parable is not meant to describe our present reality. The parable that we read today is not about the abolition of poverty, nor is it a statement on employment standards. There are plenty of people in our world, and even here locally, who do not have enough to get by. In fact, Jesus was very candid with his disciples that poverty would not be abolished in our reality. Rather, Today's parable speaks more about who will ultimately be included in this kingdom of heaven that Jesus spoke about so much. 
This story is not about poverty relief, but rather about inclusion in God's kingdom. Understanding the context in which Jesus taught will help us understand some of the things that he said. Most of Jesus' original audience was Jewish. For centuries, the Jewish people had understood a special identity as God's chosen people. By Jesus' time, some would argue that they had forgotten what they had been chosen for. They had not been chosen simply for the sake of being chosen, but for a specific purpose. Throughout the Hebrew Scripture, we see that God had chosen Israel so that they may be an example of God's love for humanity. From early on, Scripture tells us that God had chosen Israel so that they may bless other nations. In today's parable, the nation of Israel can be compared to those who were invited to work in the vineyard early in the day. Although they were the first to the field, they would not be the last, and that could be a bitter pill to swallow. We see the shift begin to happen in the New Testament. God's invitation took on flesh and blood in the person of Jesus Christ. Christ's invitation was extended to Israel first, and then to the rest of humanity. That invitation would gradually grow over time and around the world until you and I are here today. Inasmuch as we claim the title Christian, you and I have a share in extending that invitation as far and as wide as possible. The parable we heard reminds us of several facts. God invites us to share in the work of God's kingdom. God equips us for the work that God calls us to. It also reminds us that we are not the only people that God has called to this work. But ultimately, this text offers us a profound challenge. Those workers who accepted the invitation early on were given the same reward as those who came at the end of the day. The equality in this story does not lie in the amount each person was paid, but rather in their value as workers. Jesus is describing a kingdom whose economy values people not based on the quality or duration of their work, but rather our value is entirely based on our identity as people, made in the image of God. Today we are reminded that our value isn't based on the amount of time we serve the church, what boards or committees we sit on, how long we pray, how well we sing, or even our denominational affiliation. In the kingdom that Jesus described, our value is based exclusively on the generosity of God's love for those that God has made. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. O oh God, from your providing hand, even the dissatisfied and grumbling receive what they need for their lives. Teach us your way of justice and lead us to practice your generosity so that we may live a life worthy of the gospel made known through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen.